I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Welcome to Not The Weekend Podcast. Frank Skinner is here. That's me. And Gareth is here. Wednesday. <laughs> what? Wednesday. That's the attempt at a jingle for Wednesday. It's all right. We've got, we've got one oh, here. Got one. Wednesday morning. See, we've got. We've already got one. Um, and and Laura Solon is with here today. With us today, not with with here. With be. here, I'm with here today. Oh, good. With here today. Yeah. With here. Don't start that up. No. Laura Salon. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes. So we're all assembled. Emily is uh, is still away. In Mauritius. Hmm. She certainly is. <laughs> okay. Um. I had to say, I was. I was uh, on the radio this morning, they were talking about the election, and uh, somebody said, "This is on Five Live." Somebody, uh, somebody said, um, "Historically, um, how, how important is this political moment?" <laughs> and I thought it's quite a difficult question, isn't it, to, to work it out? You have to, you have yeah. to sort of weigh up the amount of historicalness mm. and travel it. forward in time as well, so you can look back with. Perspective yes. on it. I always think with these things, it's like after a football match and they say, how upset were you when that goal went in? And I always want to say, what, out of 100? Or? Yeah. It's very yeah. hard to grade it, isn't it? So I'd say historically, if one could measure historicity, I'd say seven would have been my answer. Is that out of ten? Well, I'd let them guess the gauge yeah. if they're going to ask those kind of questions. That's how it would have gone with me at the beginning. I went to, um, I went to a wedding last weekend. Um, how historic was that wedding? It was more hysterical than historical. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't make the uh, ceremony. I wasn't... You know, nowadays... Every, you just went for the food. Well, everyone who said... <laughs> I would have loved to have gone to the ceremony, I'll be honest with you. But um, every wedding now is planned with a sort of a friendship league table Yeah. in, in mind. So you get, that, you get the three levels of, of love. So the people who are very close... Yeah. Um, they get to go to the ceremony itself. And I'd like to have been at the ceremony because the bride went down the aisle to the test match cricket theme. <laughs> you know that? She had to walk quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I think she just... Yeah. Um, I Is think she, she quite red and leathery? <laughs> Does she have, like, a woven section around her middle? Yeah, do you know her? Did um, a man in white rub her against his crotch? <laughs> well, not actually at the ceremony. <laughs> Later on. But, yes, you m- at the end when they normally say you may kiss the bride, <laughs> said you may rob the bride up and down against your crotch. And leave a mark. Yes, exactly. Um, so, anyway, so I, I you know, I, I'd known... That, um, they're very dear friends of mine who, who, I, who I, you know, I love <laughs> a lot. But I, I realise now oh, I'm I in the second division of their friendship. Because you weren't... Yeah. But it might have been because... Of, because they're very small sometimes, places. You I realise that, but nevertheless... <laughs> You're not that big, you could have fitted in. Yeah, uncomfortably. But anyway, I, I, wasn't, I didn't feel bad about it. It's the, way of, it's the way of the world now. There are some people... I mean, I went to the sit-down meal after and heard the speeches. Some people weren't invited until the party in the evening. So, you know, count your blessings. Well, invited to them. I think the meal is like a higher thing than the service. Yeah. Well, I so can't people believe might have you traded you. That. People you... might have traded you their seat in the ceremony. <laughs> 
and tagged out. Yeah. Some people feel the ceremony Swap is the bit, the, dra- the bit that drags. Yeah, but you don't want to be invited. I, I was once invited to a, a wedding in, in, um, in Nottingham where I was invited to the ceremony, so I qualified as First Division, but not invited to the sit-down meal, but invited to the party. So we came out of the church, we went to a local chip shop, <laughs> I sat on a wall with a, with a flower in my lapel and a suit and ate fish and chips on a wall and then wandered around. We weren't even in the city centre. There was nothing to do. Wandered around until I was allowed to go into the party. You had an interval to the wedding. <laughs> there are, I mean, there are, it's basically apartheid is what goes on at weddings nowadays. It's mm. all so... You, you can come this, you can't come to that. Be, what if someone had just... What if I'd turned up at the ceremony? What would, have, would, they have actually, would I have been turned away? They have a list. They might they have, have bouncers. I, I, when me and Laura were first married and lived in Cardiff. When you were first married? How many times have you been married? <laughs> you Early one of those people who renew your vows. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you renew your vows, it seems like something bad has happened. I yeah, think. it does. Yeah. Let's start <laughs> Who are you again. trying to convince? I yeah. think a marriage, whether they renew their vows, is a bit like when you switch a computer <laughs> off and then switch yeah. it back on again. It's like rebooting. Or re-grouting your bathroom. Yeah, you're just you're, trying to... <laughs> you're basically saying... Yeah. You're yeah. saying this <laughs> marriage... It, it's crashed. Yeah. We're going to have to switch it off and switch it back on again. It's not a good thing. Um, anyway, um, in Cardiff, one of Laura's friends invited um, just Laura to their wedding. <gasps> is, is that the, isn't that the name of a hairspray? <laughs> just well, Laura, not you? Uh, only Laura, not oh, me. Oh, that's unbelievable. Could have been worse. She could have invited Laura plus one. Yeah. <laughs> plus a different one. Yeah. Plus one. In not you, plus one. In brackets, not Gareth. <laughs> not Gareth. <laughs> God, I know that. I know, there was this guy who was in a double act. This was, this would be early six, maybe late fifties. I better not name them, but they were they were a, a comedy double act together. And um, let's let's call them for the sake. Let's call them Duke and Earl. Duke and Earl, right? And uh, I'm calling that because um, it was their name. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> and. Um, and Duke, at the end of their company, they were a knockabout comedy act, you know, po- popular, not massive, but, you know, working well. And uh, at the end of their act, Duke used to sing, you know, in, in the old days, the, the comedians were with a song. He got a nice singing voice, Duke, so he would, um, he would sing this rather sad song at the end. And, it, and he brought it out as a, as a, a single, and it, uh, it charted, you know, and it was, it, was, it was billed as Duke and Earl on the label, because, you know, they worked together, and it was... It was nice. So anyway, um, they were invited to do the um, the Royal the Royal Command performances. It was called then, which was a massive, massive gig in those days. And um, apparently, on the invite, this massive invite. So I did the Royal Variety performance once, and you get a, a, a big, elaborate invite, you know, mm. beautifully done. And it said, um, "Her Majesty the Queen requests the presence of Duke and Earl at the Royal Command performance at the London Palladium." Blah blah blah. And then in beautiful copper plate handwriting, it said, Earl need not attend. <laughs> what, an embossed gold leaf? <laughs> no, just in, yeah. you know, in fa- fountain yeah. pen. Need wow. not? Need not attend. Yeah. Why mention him? Why yeah. mention him on the thing at all? They got so, their numbers wrong and they were looking at how many canapes they had and they had to cut 30 people. Well, it's, a, it's a difficult thing to invite them if, if you know, if he, if he doesn't do the song. Is he going to sit there like... Like Julie Andrews <laughs> at the O2, hmm. watching Simeon's gift. No, I haven't got over it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Queen didn't want to, like, because neither of them were a Duke or an Earl, were they? No. Well, she probably thought both was a bit much. She had enough of those idiots who weren't <laughs> even <laughs> using titles they, they didn't have. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, well, that, that's so that's why Queen never played the Royal Variety performance. Yeah. They thought there'd be a bit of a mix, <laughs> and uh, they might uh, they might get the car home. They could have got in the closes for Queen. Oh, and then you got the Queen comes out. Where's my car? What, what, what do you mean? Or Prince? Or Prince? Or, um, Queen and Prince. Let's not keep. Let's not keep <laughs> yeah. at it. Just let's saying. Just saying. Titles. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, Be- Beatrice and Eugenie, who I, th- who I think travel in an open-top bus to make room for their faces? <laughs> <laughs> I but like that's them. Not I don't know very why I'm saying nice. that. No, I actually. They like haven't them. done anything wrong. They haven't. I take that back. Well, we don't know that. They haven't probably done anything been, publicly probably wrong. Probably been covered up because they're royals. <laughs> well, there was that not thing. They did she wrong. had her student flat done, didn't she, on taxpayers' money? But to be fair, she oh, was yeah. staying in a palace, so it probably would have got done anyway. One of them. Yeah. They seem nice girls to me. I, I take back what I said. I, I would kiss both of them without wincing. How many rows could you say that about? <laughs> um, yeah, I tell you what. There was at the um, at the at the wedding. There was um, cupcakes. We had cupcakes at our wedding. Did you? Re- Instead of a cake, because I don't like we don't like fruit cake. No, that that is. Yeah. When was it that the cupcake made its big combat? Because the cupcakes were a very minor, very minor part of the cake world, weren't they? Until you know, quite I recently, think it was Sex They've and got- the City made them made them popular I've never seen that what happened on there I think there was a later series or there was a shop or something and they became like a like a fashionable like so many things from, yes from television becoming real like when real Delia life. Delia Smith if she yeah. if she used um, white wine go, like, yeah well, go, well I think white wine was quite popular <laughs> if she used goat fat no before fat, Delia no one drank white wine didn't she use goat fat on something goose fat I think it was goat fat. Goat fat was sacrifice. Yeah. Can you use goat fat? I know I know you put doubt in my mind that it might have. I think it was goat fat. Did it come in a horn? <laughs> so the animal's fat. It, 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 the animal is born and develops a receptacle for its own fat wow. that will so fit into a, a horn rack. You know those horn racks that you get mm. in kitchens? Next to the spice are, rack. Yeah, which are the fats of various animals contained within their own horns. Yeah. They hollow out the horns and put... You know, take your stuffed owl yeah. that you've got, um, Laura. Don't you think that if you could um, get the head to screw <laughs> off of that, that'd be a lovely biscuit Story. tin? <laughs> it would be like those cookie, those cow cookie things that moo if you try and get a biscuit out of them. Yeah. To remind if you, you not could, to eat too many. I doubt if you'd hooted. get... hooted. I don't think you'd get a hoot out of it, though. Not now, it's dead, no. Well, it, I, I imagine the vocal cords go... Botched. As, as, <laughs> They've gone the way of Julie Andrews. <laughs> no, I, I imagine that they must be discarded in the in the taxidermy process. Yeah, they get frozen out. Or... It's a pity, because I think if you if you had a job generally stuffing owls, it'd be worth keeping hmm. um, the, the vocal cords. But they don't actually stuff them. What they do is they create a full-scale model of the animal and then put the skin around it. So the stuffed is a bit of a red herring, because they don't, they don't stuff the the skin with sand it they make a model so it's like part sculpture part art part weird men covering models with animal skin okay did you say you've got a stuffed red herring no <laughs> okay i just threw that into the mix that's interesting so when you see a big fish in a glass case mm. um or is it aquarium is that what they call it <laughs> no you know you know when you see what yeah. i would call let me call it a stuffed fish just for the purposes yeah. of this argument that that what have they've, they've opened the they, fish? They, they've built a, a they fish. They carefully take remove the the skin, and then they take a, tons of measurements of every like you know from the head to the side. They take loads of measurements of it, and they create a three D model of that, 
like a sculpture, and then they put carefully put the pelt or skin or hide uh, back on. So it's very impressive. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Laura is fascinating. Me and Laura once had a long conversation yeah. about the. the it's m- not a long one. No. <laughs> not, not as long as hair scrunchies. Oh, this yeah. was. This, this is short. This yeah. was. Uh, it's, it's putting years back on your life. <laughs> it was about um, the moral wrongs and rights of um, taxidermy, mm. and about whether it was all right to. Obviously, it wouldn't be right to kill an animal, but if you collected roadkill, would it be all right to construct an animal from various? Parts of other animals, and we never really got to the bottom. I think we, we thought if it, it would was be a, all right if it was a private hobby. Yeah, it would be all right if it was the same animal. Yeah, but you don't want a badger with like one horse leg. <laughs> I do. I, I really do. Want that. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah well, I've that. got one. What about four As it turns legs? out, I mean, I didn't just bring then, that out the that air. I've got the one. Same discussion that amateur taxidermy. You can't really be an amateur taxidermy. It's a skill you have to be very good at, or not do it at all, because you don't want to see amateur taxidermy. Well, now you've told me the method. I have an idea that I think I could be an amateur yeah. taxidermist. You, d- you thought it would be stuff so that it would leak. Yeah, I thought yeah. the stuffing would be difficult. But mm. if you just have to build a model and then put the skin on it, what I'm thinking of doing, I'm thinking of, say, if I, in my house, I decided I wanted a, a, a stuffed Alsatian, yeah. what I would do is go out, I, I'd, obviously I'd, I'd case the local area until I found <laughs> two local Alsatians, one slightly larger than the other. <laughs> I, what I'd do is I'd, I'd, I'd kill them both and then I'd, I'd cover the smaller one in the skin of the other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In fact, what I might do is I might not kill the smaller one. <laughs> I might freeze it for later. I, no, I might yeah. leave it alive but right. cover it but stitch the other one's pelt over <laughs> it and the head. So the dead one is, to all intents and purposes, still knocking around the air and people are saying... Where's my do- where's my Alsatian gone? Not knowing that it's inside the other Alsatian. What what a prank! Be like a Rus- Russian Alsatians, yeah. Or yeah, a wolf in wolf's clothing. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, I wouldn't have the time to carry this out. But if there was lots, say cats, and there's more cats than Alsatians yeah. generally. Say if you could get, you say, need a, a team dozen. of people to help. Yeah, if you got a oh, dozen, well, we've got cats. the absolute listeners. Yeah. I'm sure they'll we'll set have pictures by next week yeah. of this. Well, done. what we'll do on the website, we can put size categories, and we <laughs> can get cats over a range, you know, of, of size. Starting with a kitten, and then a bigger cat. We could have a cat with size twelve cats inside it. Well, like you yeah. start with a fly, and then a spider. And then a bird. Yeah, I'd be less happy with that. I like the idea of having a kitten at the base, at the core yeah. of this of this cat structure, because the kitten would grow. It would as in, as it grows. It would grow into its into its skin, wouldn't it? Well, what it would yeah. do, it'd have to shed its inner skins. Yeah. So you know when cats go hairball and, and a hairball, what there'd be there'd be a, a big Pelt cat ball. skin. A cat skin would come out. And man, imagine. <laughs> Imagine the consternation of the local children when that happened, when a cat cop- coughed up an empty cat. <laughs> anyway, I don't think that's, uh, <laughs> that's enough for that, isn't it? I think, I think we've gone too far. We have, a, we have an email, don't we? Uh, please, please don't do that. Please don't. We were just joking. What? Please don't. Oh, oh, no, don't, don't do it. Don't no, do if, you're listening, uh, if you're listening to that, Oh, don't. no, it's too late. We just had one delivered. Oh. oh. Well, that's not bad, though. What they've got mixed up, they've tried to get the Alsatian inside a cat. (laughs) The laws of physics have forbidden it. The whole hind legs are out. They rushed it. (laughs) They rushed it. To be fair, though, they they, they did turn that around pretty quick. (laughs) It's good. Held together with hairbands, I think. Or are they scrunchies? Let's not go back. Last weekend, we had a... Oh, my God. We had a hairband. Yeah, keep headbutting that microphone. (laughs) Stop it. That's, That's not our equipment. Do we have an email? 
<laughs> we do have an email. Oh, thank goodness for that. From I Kelly. I feel we need advice from the external world. Kelly Leeson. Kelly. Jelly J. Does anybody know Kelly? K-E-W-Y, anybody know Kelly? Kelly from the Isle of Man. <laughs> Is she from the Isle of Man? Um, she doesn't she say. Doesn't say. Uh, well, it could be her. Um, um, she says it's called Shenanigans and Dictator Cats. Hmm. <laughs> that musical. Um, it's by Julie Andrews and her daughter. Julie Andrews and her daughter. Um, dear Frank, Emily... <laughs> I'll start again. No, I liked I liked that album. It was better. I find words sometimes they're limiting. Why not just make noises and let people put their own interpretations on it? Dear Frank, Gareth, and Emily, or is it Laura Solon this week? It is. Oh, they've planned ahead. Mm. These people. Morning, all. I always think of things to write into you about after the fact, such as being famous at school. Oh yeah, we had that was one of our phone-ins one week. Mm. Uh, Do you think Kelly's American? Out. After the fact is an American phrase. Mm. It could be R. Kelly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. And also, yeah, he's complaining about the fact that he's missed previous phone-ins. He's basically yeah. saying, if I could turn back the hands of time. <laughs> it is R. Kelly. This is, this is a bit of a moment. And he's talking about flying. <laughs> he's talking about being famous and as well. And flying. He's talking about what, flying? Well, well, you're well, reading ahead of there, me. Yeah. I don't even no. know that. You don't spoil it for Sorry. me. That's before the fact. <laughs> <clears throat> um, in brackets, his um, her being famous at school. I'm going to go with it. Still stick with it to her. I don't. Okay, yeah. cause you don't think it is um, Kelly? Just shoot me down, my darling. <laughs> I flew across the school field when the hurricane picked me up and threw me up in the air in 1987. Flew across the school field. Yeah. Can that be true? It could be if they live in in Kansas or somewhere with with. Kansas. Oh, that's tornadoes. But hurricanes, no, uh, that's why I think it might be American, because hurricanes are very big things over there. They're not so big over here. No, but 1987 was, was, was the year of Well, that. I thought it was 1989. <clears throat> what, what year did this happen? 1987. I think the great storm of where Gordon Kay got the plank in his head was 88 or 89. Oh, yeah, Gordon Kay. Poor Gordon yeah. Kay from, uh, from a lower low. René Artois. He... Um, <laughs> He, uh, he was walking past an enormous billboard, a big advert on it, and um, during those high winds, a piece of the advert, like a big piece of wood off the, off the big advert, hit him on the head. And I think a, a nail yeah. went, went into his head. So the wood didn't just hit him on the head, it stayed on his head. So <clears throat> at least when they turned up, they knew what had happened, because it was still there. Who says that no publicity is bad publicity? <laughs> <laughs> But yes, um, but this isn't Gordon Kay, is it? This is no, I don't so think she so. was blown across. I think it could happen. You do get um, rogue ghosts. Mm. Yeah. What else does um, Kelly have to say? I'm liking Kelly though. She's uh, adventurous. Also, she has an allegation to make. She says in the, the Halifax ads, where um, the supposedly real Halifax employees, you know, the like one the radio Halifax thing and all that. Yeah, yeah. Howard, who gives you extra. Howard's not in it anymore, is, is he? he? Not. No, I think Howard's uh, no. Howard's end. Indeed. Happened. <laughs> um, they aren't, and I have proof. So she says they're not real Halifax employees. I was re No, no, I think they are. Isn't that the whole point of those adverts, that they're actual members of well, staff? Well, she's got proof. Yeah, well, she says, I was re-watching Prime Suspect 6 and thought Who that... Who re-watches that? <laughs> <laughs> Fans of Helen Mirren. You know the end, yeah? No, you probably can't remember, because there's so many of them, you yeah. forget. Well, there's only six gone to... I thought they were about nine. There's only 16. Maybe there's more. 
carry on. And thought she recognised an actor playing a homeless man and thought he looked familiar in Prime Suspect 6. I did some research and found that he is the man on the most annoying Halifax advert, the Isa Isa Baby one. His name is Finlay Robertson and he has been oh, in loads of stuff. So he is an actor. This is quite a serious allegation. Can I say that we, we distance mm. ourselves from this allegation? She says, or oh, maybe I'm wrong in the acting career. Go and see R. Kelly if you've got any. Well, R. Kelly's had worse allegations <laughs> to yeah. go with, let's face it. Let's not mm. go into that. He did try to turn back the hands of time. Well, mm. was that ever proven? Um, well, it was, wasn't it? No, I, don't I don't know. Let's just say... Leave it alone. We don't think so. <laughs> I like him. Actually, I don't like him much. I think his music's rubbish. But, you know... He's good enough to email him. We can show him a bit of respect. <laughs> well, that's a shock. Now she comes to mention. I, I think I did see Howard in a Bergman's The Seventh Seal. <laughs> Howard's in Police Academy 3. Is he? Yeah. Ah, well, there you go. Then the whole thing is bogus. Um, I, and she next says... I Can't she has... Lots of it's a three-parter. Mm. I understand why this next subject may be something you decide not to read out. Oh, it could be controversial. Dear. Oh, dear. Although it is very funny. Is it controversial? Oh, it's not too bad. Oh, OK. Have a look at this website, catsthatlooklikehitler.com. It made me laugh uh, so much. Is that wrong of me? Yes, I've seen this website, actually. Yeah, I have as well. It, it is, it's pictures of, um, well, cats it's that look like self- Hitler. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. I've started one. It's um, dictators that look like cats. <laughs> don't know if you've don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> so obviously there's meow, say tongue. That's good. He's on there. P- mm. Poor poor pot. Poor, but that's poor. Mm. Oh, but they've, they've, taken, they've like taken the names. They've taken because they they're pun like dictators. They've taken the name. Yeah. Pussolini. He's on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they all look. They all look um, um, feline as well. Mm. Pussolini was always bringing in Stalin. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when he did that. He tortured that poor thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I've seen that website, and it, it is funny, because it's, it's cats, basically, with... Well, some of them have just got little black moustaches, yeah. as, as you expect on a Hitler-looking thing, but some of them actually have that, that swept-across hair thing. Mm, that's the best one. So the, the ones that have the hair to match, that's my favourite. I have to say, I, I'm suspicious... I am a little bit suspicious about those. Is in that I think maybe they've been there's an element of stars, stars in their eyes about yeah. them. Tonight, I'm going to be. Well, it's not their choice, is it? It's the owner's choice. Yes, I, I think that the, if you, people who want to get on that website, they get the cat and say, "Come here, you," and they they make it look like Hitler. I did it with uh, I with with a cat I had. I um, I mean, this was post after he'd shot and burnt himself in the bunker. I, so I, um, I made my cat look like that. Did, took, I meant to do it outside, obviously. I was choked. And, um, it, well, you know, it wasn't even printed after all that. <laughs> What's the internet for if I you know, can't put up pictures like that? If you can't put what is essentially a charcoal pet. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's... <sighs> Frank Skinner on... Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.